0: Hey, just want to take a quick break from this episode so I could tell you guys about how I just launched my new Patreon page. If you don't know about Patreon, it's a great way for people to support creators with a monthly subscription. Becoming a Patreon supporter can even come with a few perks, like early access to new episodes and getting special shoutouts on the podcast. I've recently started working part-time at my job so I can focus more time and energy on the podcast and YouTube channel. So any support would be massively appreciated, and it helps me towards my hope of making this my full-time job someday. So if you want to help support me in that, please head over to Patreon.com slash HoopTheory. That's Patreon, patreo dot com slash HoopTheory. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Hello and welcome to the Vlatko Chanchar episode of the Hoop Theory podcast, a.k.a. episode 49. My name is Logan Wortman, and as usual, I am joined by my bombastic co-host, Jacob Roth. Jacob, what do you think about Vladko Chanchar being the player chosen to represent this episode? That was cool. Yeah, not I bad. mean, it's the, it's the second one that we've done that it's not the jersey number. It's the pick that he was. Um, what were some other notables for pick 49? Eddie Johnson was probably the best player. Um, like actual, like, yeah. Chanchar just got the nod because of the. the yeah, the love. exactly. Yeah, for there, sure. There were a few people, definitely a handful of people you would probably put over Vladko Chanchar in terms of career accolades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to give it to him. One, because I love him and he's a nugget. Two, because he's injured now and I, it's a pick me up, you know? When he hears this, obviously. Yeah, for
1: sure. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that Michael, Coach Michael Malone, um,
0: uh-huh. plays plays our
1: episodes in the locker room.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. On uh, one day we can no, hope I to I feel get like that's the opposite. Like, because like
1: Mike Michael Malone seems like <laughs> the most anti media, not anti media, but like I don't want my players thinking about what the media is saying. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter, uh-huh. and we're not professional media. Mm-hmm but we're media, you know, like in a weird yeah. sense Yeah. because of social media, everyone can be media. You know what I mean? True. Very true. Dropping knowledge bombs and, uh, and yeah, Even athletes. transitions,
0: even if athletes, athletes can be, can be, media, can be media. And yeah. when they say stupid stuff, it explodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like when were we even was this, was this yesterday? That- yesterday or two days ago. It was very recent. OK, today is when I've seen like everything about it for the most part. Like, I think I saw it for the first time yesterday, but a lot of stuff today has been going on. For those and, wondering what we're talking about, it's yeah. Noah Lyles. Mm-hmm. U.S. Would, 200
1: sp- meter sprinter.
0: I don't even know. I know he's a sprinter. I don't even know what. This is the first time I'm, I've am i been hearing of him. Like, no, honestly, oh, no, he's
1: like elite. He's very good. I, I believe
0: it, but I just don't pay attention to most things. So, um, so it looks <laughs> like he said it sometime
1: yesterday
0: okay yeah and it was like a press conference and so well i'll play the audio for you uh those at home uh so you get the context of what we're talking about right now
1: you know the thing that hurts me the most is that i have to watch the nba finals and they have world champion on their head world
0: champion of what (laughs) the united states (laughs) don't get me wrong I I love the U.S. at times, (laughs) but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. (laughs) Yeah, so that was pretty wild. There's a lot of NBA players, re- like, responding via comments on Instagram and twi- and Twitter and stuff like that.
1: Uh, Katie, D-Book, Dame Lallard, Aaron Gordon, Tyus Jones, Juancho Vernon-Gomez, yeah. uh, Udonis Haslam. And oh, that's so just, like...
0: Juancho did? What did yeah. you say? I didn't see any European... I was curious to see if, like, a European player would Last say time something.
1: I checked, or because I'm guessing this is him, it's Juan on Juan Juan on Juan 10
0: That uh, might be him. I'm not sure. Let me look at it. It's an up.
1: Instagram thing. Juan on Juan.
0: Yeah, but I don't know why he would have 10 in his, his maybe number forty one. real number that he wants. Oh, Juan just Anderson. Oh, so never mind. Sorry. So he, he's from he's from America, but um I want to see a I want to see a European player's take on it. I want to see cuz you know that that would be the most legitimate Because like one of the big things that like a lot of the pushback that I see from not pushback, but people supporting Noah Lyles take is people saying that Americans are so entitled. Like, that's the problem. What the issue is that he's pointing out is that Americans are so entitled that they have to call themselves the world champions when it's just the American American League's championship.
1: Yeah. And the thing that I think is weird is like. So. To put it out there, me and Logan, I guess we haven't even talked about it. I'm pretty sure we're on the same page. He's a crazy person.
0: Yeah, Noah Lyle is. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. to
1: freak out about it. Because, like, I I kind – not the whole U.S. is so inflated, so we think it's – but, like, his argument of, like – or it's the argument more that people are making of, like, well, the Champions League people or the Premier – like, whatever, when they all get together, they don't call themselves the world champions then. Well, it's because there's, so- like – an. Organized but, like eh, world championship that happens every four years.
0: Yeah, which does for basketball too, but it's a way less prominent. Like it's not as covered or as. And the like, other
1: thing I would argue is it's like that's like a country thing. You know what I mean? Like the it just it just is a very different, very different than what. Also, like the like the NBA is the 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 world champions because this is. All of the players across the whole world, yeah. if you're the best, come and play you in played, this you played, one league that yeah. happens to be in the <laughs> United States <laughs> uh-huh. and Canada. Mr. Uh, yeah. Noah, I don't know if I've called him Trey Lyles on accident during this already. but I don't think you have yet. Noah the, Lyles. Yeah. Toronto feels disrespected. Mm-hmm. I'm from the six. I'm not actually from the six. Um, but maybe <laughs> they're disrespected. Like the reason that. I argue that they like the NBA has the quote unquote right to say world champions is because everyone from across the world, no one, let me phrase that. Very few people are in the Euro league or in whatever league and are like, you know what? I'm staying here because this is the best competition. The yeah. People like, there's a couple exceptions. Some guys stay over there or some because guys go back over
0: there. Like lifestyle, like a lot of people that stay over there because they don't want to leave home. And that's totally justified. Yeah.
1: But like everyone's trying to get to the NBA.
0: There's definitely not a United States, like somebody from, from not from Europe. You know, somebody that doesn't isn't from Europe. It isn't associated with Europe at all. That is good enough to be in the, in the NBA, NBA. That would choose like play. no, I'd rather go play in the Euro League, unless it's like from the standpoint of oh, I, I'd am i be like the number one player or number two player on my team versus like the end of a bench guy, you know, like, something yeah, like and, that. And
1: and so there's like some, real, but like lo- logically it's, but like, I just don't get it. And also, why did he get mad at the NBA? The Almost every major sport does that.
0: Yeah. Like Uh uh-huh. it's the World Series. Woo-hoo-hoo! Oh, yeah, true. That's in the freaking <laughs> title of the thing. That's what I was going to say. Like I don't think the NBA that the MLB is the top baseball league, but like there's other countries that that are are really good at baseball.
1: Yeah, (laughs) like and they have the the world. Oh, I'm gonna blank what it's called. Shohei Otani struck at Mike Trout in the championship game.
0: World Classic, something like that. I know they used to be in in the Olympics. Baseball used to be an Olympic. Oh man, I'm gonna
1: get flamed on the
0: internet for this one. Just um, kidding. Most people think I'm stupid
1: already. Baseball World uh, Classic or World Baseball Classic. Um, Japan won. The United yeah. States didn't win.
0: And I'm sure like Dominican Republic and a lot of the Rico, Latin American this, yeah. countries are really good. I mean, Puerto Rico's counts. As, do they play in that? Do they have their own team? Uh, oh, have, yeah, that's right. They do in the. That, that's really weird. They do in FIBA. Puerto Rico has its own team. I yeah. never thought about that before. Puerto Rico is not a country. It's It's part of America. But. It's a weird, magical thing. Like they, they want to be a state. They've been asking for a, a while now that they want statehood. They're just a, a United States territory. I don't know if they – this could be a
1: different time to talk, but that's an interesting thing. Okay. Um, it's an unincorporated territory. Yeah. So it's not a sovereign nation nor a state, but it's its own entity thing.
0: It's it's a part it's a territory that's owned by the United States government though. An
1: unincorporated territory, yes.
0: Unincorporated just meaning that it's not doesn't have statehood. I'm pretty sure is all that means.
1: But it's also not a territory. Because territory is the step before statehood.
0: So it's oh, a territory. So there's a, there's a but difference an, between unincorporated so like, territory and territory. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Makes sense. Pretty sure. I don't know yeah I, I would need to like read into it because I haven't thought about this in a long time, but I'm pretty sure I know that like the u s like they're they get like taxes and stuff comes through the u s from from Puerto Rico yes. like they, so i yeah anyways uh why what are we talking about no Lyles yeah, but what was the 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 bridge off of our conversation that led us to Puerto Baseball. Rico so like but the why he was so focused on
1: NBA, yeah. I see world mm-hmm. champions on their heads. Also, the way that he opened the whole thing had big. I'm a 12 year old and I've got beef with another 12 year old energy.
0: Yeah, it was. It, was, it had some weird energy to it for sure. Um, but the yeah, the World Series thing, like that was a great point that you brought up. I didn't even think about that. Like the world's, that's like a, that's way worse than what the NBA does because uh, like I was arguing with somebody on Instagram today telling him that like it's i don't think that it's the nba that officially classifies like they don't call the award like the world championship trophy or like they don't you know it's not like an official legal term that like some like the nba office is like stamping onto things it's just people say that because it's like it makes sense like it's not a crazy thing to say and it like if any if any basketball team if any championship in the world of basketball were to be considered the world championship it would be the nba championship that is like that's just a fact (laughs) like that would be considered the world like there's every four years the fiba world cup but that's like nation on nation you know what i mean like
1: it's like a a different thing
0: yeah it's not like constructing the best
1: team possible as a competition exactly yeah and that's that's like what the nba is is everyone's like that's Widely recognized. I don't think it's like a hot take. Yeah. The NBA is the highest level of competition in baseball. I would say or that's ba- even basketball. That would be a you, hot take if it said baseball.
0: But I would say that's even like a, uh it's even more of a legitimate world championship than like the Olympics is. Because like uh, the Olympics is like what we're saying. It's like they're it's nation on nation. Yeah. And so in a specific event that like the one country like invented, and is dominant at, like, it's not that impressive when they win every time. You know what I mean? hmm Like, it's play like football.
1: NFL, you get called the world champions, but I'm like, okay.
0: But if you just have a league that's like, regardless of where you're from, if you're really good at basketball, you play in this league. Yeah. You know? And then the best team out of all of those teams is the bet. you know, that's like the more impressive feat. I, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> like, and that's my
1: other thing is like, they don't when they like, let's say World Cup, Women's World Cup, just frequently ra- uh, wrapped up. Shout out to Spain, getting things done. Um, I'm pretty sure Spain won. I think Spain beat England in the final. Anyway. And in, in what was in it? The, the Women's World Women's Cup. Cup. Oh, Soccer. yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not the person to ask. Um, but anyway, like. What was it? Oh, when they like when they talk about those World Cups, they don't go like I'll flip to the men's side because that's what my thought was. The big problem that people had with the US team, well, there's not a whole lot of European soccer, like there's not a lot of Americans playing in the Premier League. And now that's like the big thing is oh the U- the team USA is catching up because more people are going over to play in the Premier League in different leagues that aren't the US League because the US, the MLS, is not the highest level of soccer. Because that's why you can have dudes like Messi roll up and turn a team that was about to miss the MLS playoffs, and now they're going to the quarter or semifinals because he just shows up and just dots of people up cuz he's better. Yeah. Like like the NBA is just the highest level of basketball league that is not a country based thing. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, just got me fired I, up.
0: Yeah. And like the Champions League point that people were making that oh uh, like winners of the Champions League that's the best soccer league on the planet, but even those guys like they don't call themselves the world champions. The the point is like the, the entire point is if someone were to call them the world champions, that would be valid. That would be
1: almost correct, not yes. even valid. It just would be right.
0: Yeah. So, like, that's the whole point. It's it, like I don't think that it's wrong to call the the winners of the Champions League the World Champions. But does Noah Lyles the case that if if it's like basically the NBA equivalent in soccer?
1: But does Noah Lyles' comments now validate the Bill Simmons take of the end season tournament will now turn into like a like a a, a Premier League or whatever they call that the Champions League? So I thought about basketball. that too,
0: because you then, had brought that up on a different episode. And I thought about that today while I was like, if, if there's a, this amount, it seems like there's a healthy amount of people on the other side of this argument that aren't convinced that the, 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 yeah, NBA, that the NBA isn't like on a different level. Like, I'm like, maybe there is like some possibility that what Jacob was saying about, you know, combining, like having European teams from the, you know, EuroLeague and different leagues around the world coming together to play like some tournament. And,
1: and I would like to point out, I don't think that like the European leagues are trash. I think the no, champions of the, European leagues the second, are legitimate playoff teams. Like they're not bad at all. Like they're very,
0: like I wouldn't good. go that far. I, I, like, legitimate I think, play, play like, in whatever playoff I teams. Think the thing is, I would say, I would say every single team in the NBA, most of the time, I, I would say this is like if it's not true, then it's very close to true. The, the very worst team in the NBA against any other team from any other professional league, a basketball league, would be favored in a seven-game series. Yeah. If if that's not one hundred percent true, then it, it would be close.
1: It'd be close, to a strong ninety-five percent of the time, if not more.
0: Yeah. Like I, I would be surprised if there's like I don't even know who. With, like it's just it and I doesn't guess it make depends any sense on the year also because
1: I would argue that like like Luca cooking over there when he was over there
0: yeah, like him alone could have done some things against an NBA team and it also depends on what context you're playing in like if it's yes. like if it's a if it's a, like an NBA basket if it's like an NBA playoff series that's where I would take any NBA team but if mm-hmm. you're playing like a Euro Cup you know style, FIBA style. Groups and then, yeah. yeah it would be a lot different. Uh, I'm not sure. Also, we'll talk about this
1: later.
2: France? What? Huh? Yabusele. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Evan Fournier. No, Did you see what
1: happened?
0: What about? I, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. They if... lost
1: both of their first group games, so they're already eliminated from medal contention. Are they really? Yeah. <laughs> Who'd they lose to? They lost to...
0: Serbia. Oh, that's a not a uh, easy uh, no, win. No, they lost.
1: No, they lost to one that is not ideal. Slovenia.
0: No, so that still is Luka Doncic probably the best player in this entire tournament. Oh, they got blown up by thirty by Canada, Neither and
1: probably. lost to Latvia without Kristaps.
0: Yeah. Who I were the Bertans brothers playing for Latvia. I'm guessing.
1: I don't know. I just know they lost by
0: two. And now they play
1: (laughs) Lebanon and it doesn't matter because they're already removed from metal contention. That's
0: pretty crazy. But
1: uh, I I was more shocked by the 30 burger by Canada without Jamal Murray. Obviously they have Shea and Shea just was like, I'm him. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll talk about FIBA in a lot more depth. Do you have any other points on this Noel Lyles thing? I Uh, get like, I kind of get his thought um, of just microscopically, like, I just think that he looked at it in like the most convenient
0: way for his viewpoint possible. Yeah, exactly. If if he were to make that point a lot less aggressively, I wouldn't mind it. Like it'd be like, OK, you're just an Olympic person, like making your point about how the Olympics is so mm-hmm. awesome and important. Like, sure. No, but for running, but, he like he would be right. If the U.S. had like a, a track
1: league that people watched and they called yeah, themselves but, the world champions, that'd be stupid. But like, well, but what that's if, what not if what that's, the NBA
0: is? What, what if that's where every top sprinter Athlete in the world competes? Yeah. But like, it's that's not. the thing when he he's talking about the NBA, that is that's the pinnacle of basketball. That is where every player around the world dreams of playing when they're pursuing their basketball dreams. That's like you know
1: because you look at the top ten players. We'll go in five years. The top five players in the NBA. We'll say we'll say Jokic is there. So we have. Serbia, Greece, Latvia, or Lithuania. What? Where, where's of Slovenia. My brain, Slovenia. My brain's breaking. Sorry. <laughs> a United States and a Canada.
2: Wait, Shay's what, gonna what? be
0: there. Oh shit! I was I'm, so. Wait, are you saying five? When? 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 5 like five, ten years. Oh, I thought you were talking about right now. Okay. Oh no, I was like saying a little bit after like all of the. So there was no like. Well, LeBron should be up there. No, but okay. I would say right, right now the top five you like there's you just at take- least four foreign born players that have to be in if they're not in the top five it's invalid unless i, I guess you could make an argument in beads like sixth or something but like oh yeah i guess i totally he, forgot about Embiid. jokic ones. luka yep. Giannis, and or I'll, I'll say jokic Giannis to do it more in order uh steph i'll put third he's american uh luka i'll put fourth he's uh slovenian Fifth, I'll put Embiid. He's Cameroonian. And then sixth, I'll probably put Jason Tatum. There's another American. But But like out of the top six, there's four or in the top five, there's only one United States born player. Or not even born, just like culture grew up in America in general. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Like
1: it is a very much international league.
0: Yeah. All of those guys don't speak English as their first language.
1: Well, no, and I'd like to see the breakdown eventually of like what is the breakdown of u.s canada born compared to everywhere else like what is it it can't be it's still it's still i know i'm sure bigger, it's like 2080 or something the, like that but
0: i think that's like a it's a weird amount of the uh top very top of the top people are from not america no because those are so the people the
1: that are willing to move if you're going to be a middle of the road guy Or you could be the best guy and stay home with your – like you brought up this point earlier. If you can be the number one guy on your own team and stay home, you Mm -hmm. would just do that instead of going to be a fourth option on an NBA team. Yeah. If you're content with that.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Just looking at All-Stars though, like the top five All-Stars, you know, four of them are foreign-born. But if you go like the rest, there's like only maybe four more. You know what I mean? at the top top level yeah that like are that are all-stars mm-hmm. all-star like there's not there's about as as many uh in the top five as there are in from six through 20 whatever yeah yeah so that it's is just that's kind of a weird weird like uh distribution a, of them
1: if, and it honestly just might be a times thing yeah you know what i mean? mean like
0: it's like a like just a you know, when looking at all of basketball history, this is a very small sample. When you're just taking a snapshot right now, you know, especially to this level of like how
1: international basketball is, this is like we are in the equivalent of like the f- birth of like really things getting started in terms of like it being normal for guys to be like, okay, I'm better than a lot of people around me. I'm going to go try and play in the United States mm-hmm. and going from there. That's just like going to become the normal.
0: And yeah. I, yeah. I mean, look at Faku Campazzo. He was in the second highest level of basketball in the world. He was like a perennial top three player in that league, in that in that whole circuit, the Euro circuit. Like he was uh, put on he was the starting point guard on the all 2010s team for the Euro League. Like that's a very high level to to reach there. And like when he play, when he played in the NBA. He barely saw the court except for when everyone on the on the team was injured (laughs) in front of him. And he he didn't stay in the league very long. He was not, you know, like that's the level of of difference between the that league to this one. You you get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I thought I saw an actually Luka take on this. uh, No, Lyle's thing, but it's definitely fake. Uh Oh, yeah, because it says Lyle's is not wrong. I'm from Sylvania and I'm the face of the NBA. I'm not American. I'm a proud Slovenian. That's
0: all yeah, it but says. You put
1: the, no, I'm just kidding. This can't thing, be real. Yeah, like I know. I,
0: but I'm saying that the fact that that sounds like some of the, like what a lot of the people are, are saying and what Noel Lyles is saying, that doesn't even make any sense because that's what, what who brought up Americans? Why, like, why are we assuming that everybody in the NBA is American? Like you just brought up a very prime example of somebody who's very important in the NBA, who's not American, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a very – like every single team in the NBA has uh, at least a few not-American players, at least like three or four on every roster. But apparently Popovich uh,
1: is on Team Lyles. Really? According to – I just want to make sure this is real before I start like
0: saying things. (laughs) interesting well the thing is i don't think that it's crazy to say that you can't you shouldn't call it the world championship but to say that it's like crazy to to say that like there's no it doesn't make sense to you know you get what i mean yeah that's where i I just i can't follow because i'm like it to, it definitely makes sense you can very easily make the case for why Like if you were to deem somebody the world champions of the basketball world champions, then it would be the winners of the NBA title. That is just like the the default uh, selection in that type of a question. Um, Anyways, so the moving on to the NBA, though, before we get into FIBA, uh, the schedule was released a couple of weeks ago now, but we didn't highlight it last episode. But it's interesting. This is this is always interesting to look at how many nationally televised games every team has uh, from across the league. And this season is no exception. One number that just jumped out to me as I scrolled down uh, is interesting. But before we get to that one, I'll, I'll, we'll just go with like number one, the number one team. It's not no surprise, but they have literally half of their season's games as uh, nationally televised games. And that is the Cold State Warriors. With forty one, so I thought it was a
1: little wildly high for like a team that's like I guess they won an NBA championship two years ago. I just feel like it's like there's a real chance if Steph, yeah, if Steph two seasons ago, if Steph gets hurt or doesn't play a whole lot of games, this is not a great basketball team.
0: No, but I think you'll you'll still see a lot of. Just based off the sheer number of Warriors fans there are, like, you're still going to get numbers of people the, tuning in. And that's, the like, the whole point with these.
1: Yeah, that's true. I'm, I am just, like, mentally, I'm just like...
0: You think of, the, like, l- level of goodness of, of a team, you know? Like,
1: it's like, yeah, if you're a good team, you should get more.
0: Yeah. Usually um, they're, that's, like, directly linked because better teams, you know, people want to watch more. Um, mm-hmm. But there's some exceptions where it's like the Lakers, even when they were terrible... We're getting around thirty to forty nationally televised games. Um,
1: yeah, and they're yeah I again this year, but they're not terrible this year. So
0: yeah, so this year they are second uh, with one less than Golden State. Uh, they have forty, and who's even next after that? There's I see one team with thirty-seven. I think that might be third. Suns, yeah, Suns yeah. there. Phoenix Suns have thirty-seven. Obviously, they got Katie Brad Beal. Uh, Devin Booker so that's not super surprising I think it is a little bit of a a jump over the Nuggets in a way that feels a little disrespectful but I'll let it slide because the Nuggets are a smaller market for sure Um, I think if the Nuggets like continue the run like we like kind of are expecting
1: yeah you know what I mean I feel like in two years this list will probably be like flip like the Nuggets will be in that Maybe not Golden State. Half their games are nationally televised, but yeah. they will have a healthy, large chunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already do because they're sitting at 30, but we can go back to an order. I think next is Boston. my Celtics at 34.
0: Yep. Boston with 34. And then after that, uh, which that makes a lot of sense, by the way, I, I think, honestly, that might be a little bit low. Yeah. I feel like it's weird that the Suns have more than the Celtics, honestly.
1: um. But- I feel like when you get to this mini, I'm like,
0: yeah, it's is, a lot.
1: Okay, like the Marcus Smart. I haven't looked. Like I like know when play February four. I'm pretty sure is when Marcus Smart returns to TD Garden. Um, but like I'm sure that one will be nationally televised. Even though it's Grizzlies like Celtics, not exactly a a historic rivalry. But yeah. that's just a. It's usually a storyline and a good team is why they like do stuff. Because like we've talked about this before. When the Celtics passed the Lakers as the most wins, like the, not the as winningest, most wins, or is that best percentage? Anyway, most think wins. It was, yeah, most wins, total wins. Mm-hmm. So most total wins. The Celtics played the Lakers in a prime time on TV game, and they were tied. Uh huh. And that's when the Celtics went above, and it was like,
0: yeah. yep. And all the games scheduled around when LeBron was going to make the or beat the scoring record. Yep. Last year was all like great choices for places to have that game. And then. Uh, they gave him like, what was it? A, a seven game home stretch or something the, like. There's a lot of home games. And then there was the games that were away. Were, whereas uh, Madison Square Garden. Just these historic places. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. And well, not necessarily. So Madison Square Garden, just because of the. It's like the, it it, it's like the mecca of basketball. And then. Uh, the other one was one of the other ones was Cleveland because of oh yeah obviously I think Miami might have been one of the the places too oh because he played whatever yeah
1: and Miami then the States. other
0: one was Milwaukee because Kareem like is who uh, he would be passing
1: it was very logically yeah. spaced around uh-huh. in between these giant like home stretches yeah uh, the Miami one would have been the most disappointing by miles
0: yeah. For, Miami that, fans, that might've been on like the outside of the zone. Like, yeah. the, you know, scroll back on our TikTok If you're bored, go
1: pfft. look for this video of me yelling. I talk about how crappy Miami is as fans.
0: Oh yeah, you do. Yep. That's like the most, uh, editing. I've ever, like there's not a single TikTok that we have. That's like that one. You know what I mean?
1: It's a, it's, it's a monster of its own. Very entertaining. Yeah. Like um, the editing part of it. Me yelling is whatever that's,
0: those I mean days, that's half dollars. the battle. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. you got got to have like the the funny things to say, and then I put pictures up on uh, up on the screen when you say things. Um, but and then uh, so after the Celtics, then we got a couple teams at thirty, and that is the Denver Nuggets and the Milwaukee Bucks. Which I saw some like memes of people saying, making jokes about how like oh the Nuggets won the championship, so the league's like all right we'll put you on the Bucks track like you're just gonna take the bucks route which like after they won the championship is when they were like all right here you go 30 televised games or nationally televised games um uh, and it's funny that they are exactly at the the same number this year number. right after that is another pretty big market but also a good team philadelphia 76ers at 29 uh where's chicago at now that i'm thinking about this just because like the market size seven. they only have seven
1: well they're dookie shoes brother.
0: I know that they're not great, but still, I would think Chicago just, I mean, I guess it's been a if, while, but. This is another question
1: I have. And we could do a whole nother episode on the stupid market size thing. Because I, I get it, but I sometimes I'm like, but like. For Chicago, mm-hmm. are they a big basketball market if Michael Jordan's never there, even though they're a big, not, sports not, market? not
0: even close uh, to as big? No, because the Bulls were like not they were like a joke. In Chicago, like Chicago was like Bears, that like a Bears city only, and yeah. then Michael Jordan happened, and then the Bulls are like in the same category as the Bears, which is wild.
1: Chicago people that complain about being like a little bit bad now, your football team went from peak, wins a Super Bowl in eighty five, and they start to kind of go down. Who showed up in Chicago in nineteen eighty five? Like, don't complain that you magically had the oh. years line up.
0: Yeah, now that there's the- years- the Cubs have always been pretty big, too. The, but they're they, bad. They were like they didn't have a World Series for. Yeah. But aren't the Cubs like in, in terms of baseball markets, I feel like Cubs are probably are, top yes, five. They're big. Yeah. And White Sox are not for some reason. Yeah. Because they're like the little brother.
1: It's who owns the White Sox. So the guy who used to own the, or still owns the yes. Bulls. It's yep. like he had both of those. And I don't know who mm-hmm. the owner of the Bears is. Mm. Yes I do. I know his face.
0: <laughs> but so anyways, the the like the market size thing just like the Bulls are uh you know Chicago is the third biggest city in the US and Bulls are just like a very popular team nationwide as well.
1: Okay, also apologies before somebody jumps on my throat. George Hall. Like I know the the old the guy that started owning it, now it's his daughter who's a very old woman. So it's Virginia
0: Hallis McCaskey
1: okay. very Chicago sounding name
0: yeah it is that Ms. McCaskey part especially um, <laughs> but yeah so Chicago being at seven is a, is a bit surprising for that reason uh because of just like I mean we, we live in Omaha or you don't live in Omaha but you live another place in Nebraska like a couple hours away for those who don't know but um yeah so in this part of the country we don't really have a a uh, basketball team close. And this no. was actually a comment a, a question on one of the TikToks recently somebody asked what team like we root for because we live in if we live in Nebraska. Um and I was like, well, I'm a Nuggets fan. Jacob here, he's a Celtics fan. Um but in general in Nebraska, I would say it's really all over the place in terms of what people root for. So like it's it's
1: also crazy because like I feel like football it's like semi regional because you get like Packers people.
0: Yeah. Chiefs people. I think mostly Chiefs people. From Broncos what I people. Yeah, there's some Broncos there's, for sure too. Well, and the
1: Chiefs are good now. And Kansas City fans are the worst fans on the planet because there's a ton of them when their teams are good. And they're nowhere to be found when their teams are bad. but you also seen a Royals Kansas- fan in the past 15 years or 10 years, whenever? Whenever they were the World Series? Was that 2014? No. It was later what about the. What did you ask? Sorry, are- I said that really fast. Royals fans or Chiefs fans when they get bad are the worst in our area because they disappear. They just go. I've
0: I've always, I feel, I feel like my entire life, I've always seen Royals and Chiefs. Like every time I walk into Shields, they're all over the place. You know what I mean? Fans or things to sell. Things to sell, which is kind of the same thing, but (laughs) because that is what people buy. Well, yeah, because yes, but no Packers is, has a
1: very strong presence. Vikings, not as much so. I'm further west than Logan. I'm in the middle of the state. A lot mm-hmm. of Denver Broncos stuff out here.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. Especially and and when Peyton Manning went to the Broncos, that was very prominent in the Lincoln and Omaha area as the well. The
1: Broncos really exploded. Yeah. Um, I like New England because Bo Rude got drafted there, former Nebraska middle linebacker. And then when I was finding my other teams, I just said, I'm going to stay in the Boston area. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I, me. Celtics has nothing to do with good. I started watching the Celtics in like 2013 yeah, probably
0: when they were, they
1: were bad. Jeff green was our best player. Yeah. Rondo. Sorry. Disrespectful. Word. But like Jeff green was like kind of the, the guy, the number one
0: option in terms of scoring
1: <laughs> and not disrespectful to um, uncle Jeff, but it just yeah. was
0: not necessarily a peak of Celtics, uh, fandom memory. Yeah. Not quite as bad as like 10 years before that, but still like right um, before the
1: big three formed.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm. But uh, and when Paul Pierce was drafted and yeah, that basically that whole there's a pretty long stretch there. But um, yeah, the, uh, the what we were saying about Kansas City before, though, like can, I feel like Kansas City and all other pro sports, if like the sports that they have a pro team in, that is kind of the default answer for like most like fans here in Nebraska, just because that is like three times as close as any other city that has pro teams
1: if you're in Lincoln or Omaha in the east half uh, yeah yeah that's true
0: from from the where the majority of the population is in in Nebraska oh, I, yeah uh it's like 3 hours away so versus like 8 to Denver and 9 to Chicago and 8ish to uh uh Minnesota or Minneapolis and then there's OKC and basketball that's like 6 mm-hmm. hours but so when i when i became a fan of basketball OKC didn't have a team Um, and so the Denver Nuggets were arguably the closest, you know, so that's, and also because they had Carmelo Anthony and Allen Iverson. And then right after that, Chauncey Billups, like that was just my favorite team. But, um, anyways, going back to what I was, I started this about like Chicago being like a big, uh, franchise, what I was going to say is in this area, Chicago might be the number like we in the Lincoln and Omaha area. As far as NBA teams go, I would be like Bulls are pro like they're a pretty good candidate is what I'm saying for being number one. And I think another reason for that is because of proximity, no proximity.
1: And then like they were good. That's why there's like Cowboys fans all over and 49ers fans that exist in Nebraska. It's because like, yeah, Joe Montana was good. And then like a dad liked that team. And then his son's like, well, I'm supposed to like the 49ers because no one's close. Going back to basketball, which was the start of it, same thing with the Bulls. If a dad watched young Michael Jordan and
0: have this crazy season, is it 87? Is the insane season? Yeah. Yeah. 86 and 87. But eight, yeah, all of those, really. <laughs> but yeah, like if a dad watched
1: that, it was like, he's insane. And then they started winning championships, and then he has a kid that's our age.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: oh, I'm just a Bulls fan, even though nothing but sadness outside of peak Derrick Rose
0: yeah. since then. But Basically, yeah. Honestly. Not a whole lot of stuff to root for. They were they uh, had
1: third in MVP voting, Yokim Noah. I can't disrespect that
0: man. Yeah. Um He deserved it too. That's the best part. That's the kind of the worst part, honestly. <laughs> honestly.
1: No, that he was third in MVP. Like, no, I'm more saying that like in the NBA, he was that good at that time.
0: The fact that the I think it was bummer. more I think it says more about the the state of the NBA at the time than it does how good Joakim Noah was. But it does say some about both for sure. Joakim Noah at his peak was definitely better than people would people think.
1: People will ever remember.
0: Yeah. But the uh, NBA as a whole was in a very dark place in the early 2010s <laughs> for yeah. just a short bit. But – um, it was just – yeah, anyway. Yeah, so – it, like, yeah, kind of removing ourselves out of this conversation that I feel like is a little pointless. Um, it's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, the rest of, of like, the nationally televised games, we got the Clippers at 22 because they're an L.A. team. There's Miami at 24 because, you know, Miami's a pretty big market as well. New York, the biggest market, has 25. Um, but at, at the same time, like, this isn't – because this is only including uh, TNT, ESPN, and NBA TV. But uh, MSN or whatever New York Knicks like local network is, oh. is basically a national network, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, every Knicks game is a nationally televised game, uh, just not, not as on much as the, the other two. ones, but yeah, yeah. It, um, and Toron- Toronto is also, in a way, you could say is a nationally televised game because everybody in Canada gets all- the Raptors games, you know. Um, so is that like a, a thing they do TSN yeah is like their it's called the Sports Network that is the name Oh of, it's not Toronto Sports yeah, Network I I always thought for a long time it was Toronto Sports Network it's The Sports Network because I
1: watched their stuff for hockey and they're mm-hmm. all like big maple leaves people that's why I always thought it was it has to be based out of Toronto then
0: I I'm or not like, sure or one of their offices is in
1: Toronto uh, yeah or something.
0: something but the uh, I know that like uh Montreal Canadiens like the the games there channel like the channel their games are on i'm pretty sure is tsn as well like it's Ooh. it's like all of can, the canadian
2: teams really um i'm not 100
0: percent sure on that but i'm pretty like though
1: it's definitely the sports network
0: yeah that's dope it's um, right to canada sorry though san antonio for being an has 19 i'm also just noticing that it's wimby yeah that's pretty like crazy that
1: team doesn't not i don't want to say deserve but like it's Wemby.
0: Yeah, I think that he's going to be a spectacle, especially I think the Britney Spears thing has just elevated his his uh level of stardom, honestly, to people outside of basketball.
1: Yeah, he's like uh-huh. they they know his name like they know LeBron James's name because Britney Spears got like
0: punched how, or- how crazy is it also that Britney Spears just sees him in public and knows who he is. Like, do, do, did she have somebody in her entourage or somebody that like? or something that told her who he is like, I'm, or do you think that she actually just recognized him? Like she's just that much of a hoops fan or something
1: for what it's worth. He was kind of everywhere on everything. Like right before that, I just remember like Fox news at the top of the hour, definitely uh,
0: sprinkled in a wee little bit of, uh, of, of women. Yeah.
1: Of Wemby talk.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, for those who <laughs> somehow, if they don't know, uh, about what, what we're talking about. Britney Spears walked up to Wenbanyama wanting to get a picture with him or something. She went up to him, just kind of ran up on him, and um, a security guard just kind of, like, flung his, like, hand back at her. and Just hand-checked her. Yeah, and but he hit her in, like, the face, didn't he? It's good defense in 1985. Yeah. He, like, he basically b- slapped her across the face. It was funny. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sorry, but it was hysterical. <laughs> but, yeah, like... Most people's most people's take on that was like, why is Britney Spears just running up on a guy like she should know not to do that? You know, it's kind of her fault in a way. Obviously, she probably shouldn't have got slapped in the face, but um that, you know, she shouldn't have just run up on him unannounced like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. When he has a security like detail, you know, around him. Um. Also, this is interesting to me. So, as we're kind of making our way down this list, I'm looking at some of
1: the, like, I think the lowest we said somebody has is four. Because we've got um, Pistons at four. I think Hornets there's somebody with
0: lower. Or it might be just four.
1: Yeah, because it's Washington at four, Toronto at four, Houston at four, Detroit at four, and Hornets at four. Uh, did you say Pistons? Yeah. I, okay. I did it one during one of my listings. I definitely said Pistons. But okay. The reason that I bring that up is because in my brain, I'm like, that seems like nothing because that's like 5% of your schedule. Yeah. Because like in the NFL, I feel like everybody gets at least one, maybe two prime time slots.
0: Prime in- time? Or just you mean like?
1: No, like a Thursday night, a Monday night, or a Sunday night.
0: Really? Every team?
1: I think, I don't know if it's guaranteed, but I feel like almost Thursday night usually is when you get like,
0: turd versus turd. The,
1: the, so it's like, not really
0: prime time, but it's like... No, but it is, because it's, it's prime like time the, for that day.
1: Or because it, it's the only... Like, football's also different because there's like... There's no other games going on on Thursday. Seven o'clock...
0: Yeah, but, like, ratings-wise, I'm sure Sunday night gets way more. Sunday night's way bigger. Monday night's
1: way bigger. Thursday night, well, and it's just because Thursday night, I don't know why they – because they could put the bad teams on Monday night and they would still get okay ratings. But they've done all these weird gimmicks like Color Rush, if you've heard of the Color Rush jerseys, Mm -hmm. and you've probably seen them. They're these – where they just make them go mono, just (sniffs) one color. And it was, like, a big appeal. But then they had, like, trot off, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars before Bortles and their defense was struggling and, like – the Carolina Panthers, and you're like, hmm, now that's compelling. Well, not really. It'll be a slaughter. The Jaguars should kill the Panthers. But anyway, uh, what did they, oh, it's just weird to me because I feel like that's so much less primetime time, but then I think about it, 17 weeks in a year, 18 weeks, but 17 games, 1% of 17 is like a strong 5% because I don't want to do the actual math. So it's actually not that different. That was all I was going to say.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, so there's like the Kings with 22, which is the number that I was like, wow. The, the one that made me the most
1: mad. The Oklahoma City Thunder have 13 t- nationally televised games.
0: 13. That's, I feel like that's good for, like, good for them, honestly.
1: Well, the, criminally, I guess maybe this is just like a Josh giddy Timothy Timoth- Chalamet
0: fanboy yeah, like, that I am. The, the thing is the Thunder are like a more of a basketball nerds favorite team. Oh. More so than, like, you know, just people in general. Like, and yeah, not no, everybody
1: stays up to watch the Thunder and Kings every, every single night yeah, they play. Yeah.
0: Kings yeah. Is, more, is more mainstream because of the memes and everything. Thun, Thunder is like <laughs> is like f- people who are freaks about basketball, you know? Because like, well, they're just pure to watch. The torture yeah. chamber, oof. Mm-hmm. Also, he's been cooking in the World Cup.
1: No, he didn't play in the World Cup.
0: For Canada? He's on the team, at least. He's on the
1: team, but I think somebody's not playing. Jamal's not playing
0: right I knew now. That. At least
1: Lou late yeah, scratch the, for Team Canada.
0: Oh, he was okay. So
1: he's not playing. He's not cooking. I love the Dortch Chamber nickname. I don't know where I heard it, but I love
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, one of the best, honestly, of the active players. But uh, th- New Orleans finally doesn't have like thirty. Um, they only have twelve. I think the you know people making the schedule is finally like. I'm not doing this another year of Zion missing like half over half of these games that we're putting on national TV. So, because if he's not playing, then it's not really worth it. It's you know not getting near as many eyeballs. Um, and even at this point he might, he's probably drawing less eyeballs than he, than he was a couple of years ago.
1: He's just drawing eyeballs on different websites.
0: That's true. That's very true. Um. Yeah. Anyways, we should probably get to FIBA stuff because we're just kind of like lingering on on this uh, for no. Sorry, real if we didn't great say your reason. favorite
1: team. They the, probably are a normalish amount of games. Give it a go.
0: Yeah. Sorry. For sure. And we'll, also for people who want us to talk about certain teams, we're gonna go. We're gonna have an episode for each division leading up to the NBA season. Um, and go through each team in that division to give our like kind of predictions. We're gonna, there's, I'm gonna have some like an outline of like questions of like a cat, like different categories of, you know, making guys predictions. to watch,
1: thoughts, things like that. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm. you'll get for your favorite
1: team, you'll get like 20 minutes of us being dumb. Yeah. So, or <laughs> me being dumb and Logan deciphering. So congrats to you, all you. Congrats to you. <laughs> Hornets fans out there that are just waiting for more Hornets love.
0: Yeah. I've uh, had some Kings. I've had some Cavs fans say that they want us to talk about them. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to those. Honestly, it's kind of funny. Well, I guess that makes sense because t- fans of big markets wouldn't ask something like that because they don't need to. Um, well, And
1: also the the boss of people probably don't want me to keep talking. They're like, your takes <laughs> are wild, my guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. There, I have seen a couple of Celtics fans, but they, yeah, they, they don't really talk about anything about that, like about like, hey, you should talk about us more or something. But um, they probably get enough of that from like everywhere. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, FIBA. So uh, starting off, I'll just give the Team Australia a quick shout out because you were just talking about Josh Giddy like, uh I just had a thought er- like earlier, a, a, f- a few days ago about like, who is my favorite team to watch that's not America? You know, in this tournament, and it's def, it's like far and away Australia. Like you don't like watching Jordan in the left-handed Kobe Bryant hoop. Um, I'm I'm more I'm more down with the the Oss with the sauce and uh, Dyson Daniels, uh, Josh Green, Patty Mills, especially. Um, yeah, Joe he Ingles. turns into a different human wearing the uh, golden green. He does for real. Jack White, not the front man it's of hard. the White Stripes, but. A former Denver Nugget, now Oklahoma City Thunder player. And then uh, Matisse Thibel and Dante Exum. Uh, just some of the notable names. I think Xavier Cooks was a, another NBA player, but I'm not too familiar with his work. Um, <laughs> so not a very notable name to me, at least. But going to be donning a, a Wizards jersey, though, f- this upcoming season. But yeah, I wanted to give them a shout out just because they're, they have so many fun guys and they're just a blast to watch. But moving on to the U.S. covering some of their stuff. So they, they've they had two FIBA like official games so far. Like, they're group games that they've played. Yep. And so we've got two dubs so far and a lot of surprise. I like. there's a lot of things to talk about from these two games. So I wish we would have given ourselves a little bit more time, but we'll try to get to okay, as if much it goes as a
1: little long. It's fine.
0: Okay, then we we have permission from the Jacobster that well, uh, I, it's fine <laughs> that we can go a little long. But uh, so the first game uh, that was a New Zealand game that will be remembered as the Paolo Bancaro game. Um, he was player of the game for sure. And the, see the interesting thing about this game, and the, also the interesting thing about how we just had like that long segment about Walker Kessler either last episode or the episode before. About how saying like you know he's going to be playing a actual role for this team. So far, these first two games has not at all. Um, and I th- like New Zealand. It made sense because uh, if if you were curious, if you look at the New Zealand Tall Blacks, I think is their mascot or what they call themselves. Yep, yeah, because um,
1: rugby it's all
0: black, so basketball it's Tall Blacks. Oh, okay. Um, it's because their rugby kid is all black. Oh, that makes. And so, is there? It has um, nothing to do with NBA schedule. jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly thought that it wasn't the words "tall" and "black." I thought it was like a Maori word, like you know, no, like it's, the it's natives. Tall black. Okay.
1: And maybe there is something, but like from what I understand,
0: yeah, I think there was like two New Zealand teams, All Blacks, and like something else. No, you're probably anyway, right. I just assumed or, off of hearing the. Word. I never, I haven't yeah. even seen it spelled or anything. Um, um, yeah, so it's Tall Blacks, New Zealand. They're tall. Yeah, because they play basketball. But uh, they're not actually very tall because they're missing their big man in the middle, Steven Adams, their only uh, NBA player from their nation. But uh, so they don't have a single center on their roster. So they're all like the the biggest guys are big wings. And so the U.S., in order to match up with that, Steve Kerr decided, I'm just going to put Paulo Bancaro in as our five. I use him as like a small ball switchable five. And that, that was just like an amazing lineup. Uh, it, like, it's insane to me how much better our second unit is than our, than our first unit, but it is clear as day. Like every time that that second unit checks in, things change, like things start working for, for, uh, the, the team USA. Um, and it's for those wondering that that second unit is Tyrese Halliburton, uh, at the point Well, I guess whoever you want to call the point guard between Tyrese Halliburton and Austin Reeves, both of them kind of handle the ball, ball handling duties. And then, uh, Josh Hart. And, uh, obviously Paolo Bancaro down at the five, who is the four cam Johnson is the four. So that group has been playing very well together. Uh, the starting group has more of like the stepping on each other's toes kind of vibe, kind of issues. We can talk
1: about that because one of them is.
0: angry. angry. Oh, angry. Yeah. Brandon Ingram, he just just angry enough to like
1: just to bring it up like, hey, I'm glad we're winning, but I'm not getting mine.
0: Yeah, Um, it's yeah, I can see that from the standpoint of like he wants to like he just feels like he's not being used correctly, which I kind of agree with from the standpoint of if you want to use get the best out of Brandon Ingram, uh, then he needs more reps in the picker. Like he's not an off ball, you know, like spot up shooter that's not Mm -hmm. what brandon ingram is like in the MDA. he's over it's like 30 percent of his possessions um or shot attempts came in the pick and roll and and that is compared to less than five percent so far in the FIBA games um so it's a very different different role that he's trying to adjust to um and also, I feel like he's having the most problems out of every player so far on the team with the rule changes, like ad- adapting to the difference in like the traveling call. Like, because for those who don't know, in FIBA, when when you uh, when you take off with your dribble, in the NBA, as soon as the ball leaves your hands is when you're allowed to pick up that pivot foot. Mm-hmm. But in the in in FIBA the ball has to reach the floor touch the floor before that pivot foot can pick up so which I seem don't like
1: understand
0: would... at all you don't understand like, I don't
1: why they have that as the rule
0: yeah like you don't like it like, that... It seems
1: like a handicap for fast players
0: yeah <laughs> it does kind of seem no, like, so that. like
1: like a handicap for so players against fast players yeah like uh-huh. it almost it doesn't neutralize Anthony Edwards first step but like yeah, if he can throw the ball down like four foot that way and get to it, he doesn't do that.
0: But it's just yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh huh. It, it it's caused a lot serious. of issues
1: for Brandon Ingram specifically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that he's necessarily like has like a insane burst or anything like that. It's just I think he's he's just his footwork is not like he's not made that adjustment as well. Um because he just he'll pick that up before the ball has has fully reached the the floor and the other thing i was i was going to bring up is it really seems like and this isn't in a compl- a complaint as much as it is an observation like i'm i don't get mad at it and i'm not, i don't have a problem with the whistle being different for the us versus greece or versus new zealand but it's just an observation that every single time that it's like cuz traveling sometimes like when you see it live in live action you know it's kind of like a gray area sometimes where it's like that could have been, that could not, you know, every single time it's in that gray area, they bl- they're they blowing the whistle. They're calling it a travel on the U- United States. But it seems like whenever it's in the gray area on the other team, then it then it's let go. It's, it's kind of like, you know, and even more so like with in the Greece game, especially in the first half, I counted there was like in a one or two minute stretch, there was like three like glaringly obvious, like shuffling of the feet while they were not dribbling and like, you know, very clear travels that weren't called that. I was like, that definitely would have been called if if it was on the U S. Um, sorry, Jacob, you were going to say no, something.
1: I just was like, I also think that like going back to this fever rule in terms of the refs, it's harder to know if the ball gets to the ground. Yeah, it is before they set like, Oh, it's not in his hand. He's good to move. hmm like off of that stupid logic, if he passes the ball, can he not move?
0: Yeah, can he not pick until, up his
1: he the, <laughs> until the ball hits someone else's hands yeah. and then hits the floor? <laughs> like, and I know that's being dramatic, dramatic. or facetious or yeah. like obtuse, uh-huh. whatever. But it's just a dumb, like the unlimited paint making Rudigo bear like a cheat code on defense. Whatever. That's like a little stylistic change yeah and the other one i think is just stupid
0: yeah yeah um yeah. i also like the like there's a few rules like you were saying like i like like the uh grabbing the ball off the rim as soon as it like as soon as the ball touches the rim it's live. Mm-hmm. um it happens like it comes into play a lot less frequently than you would think um like it it's really only like a couple of times a game maybe mm-hmm. that it actually happens but when it does it's always fun like it's like oh they just somebody just jumped up and swiped it off of the rim and now we're head the other way, you know, um, that's just kind of cool. But the other thing though, that we were going to talk about. So we, Palo Bancaro definitely was player of the game came in. Uh, he was a beast defensively, which is just so interesting. Like there's some players, out of
1: everyone to step up defensively.
0: Yeah. It's always interesting to see like players who are not like, they're you know, like they're the focal point on the, their team in the NBA. When they come and play in Team USA, uh, like how they, they adapt to like a different role, what it looks like. I love this version of Paolo Bancaro. Like I want him like that to be the version of him in the NBA, honestly.
1: Like go, like you want the Magic or wherever he goes yeah. to find a first option for him. Exactly. So he
0: can just do this. Like he is like insane defensively. And then he can give you like a shot creation factor and like just you know, can get hot and score from anywhere whenever he wants. You know what I mean? It just doesn't have to be, we're running that every possession, whether he has it or not.
1: And like I said, and like, this is like peak Draymond had better defense, obviously, but like, Mm -hmm. it's that same type of player where you're like, this guy will give you insane defense. And peak Draymond had this offensive side that you're like, okay, don't disrespect Draymond's offense. And then he could also do a lot of the facilitating things. This was a very short peak. You could argue it was a one year like Draymond is this insane everywhere. Not that he was the same level of offense, but just trade yeah. a little bit of that. Just not defense for definitely
0: offense. not in the scoring factor, like scoring department, but like uh, but in terms other of being skills a, offensively, he definitely Swiss
1: army knife. He just did.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All sorts of. And yeah, it was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. And so the other example, though, of somebody that I feel like has done this before was um, Zach Levine on the 2021 um, what was that? Yeah, that was the Olympics. So the it was the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, but it was in 2021. Um, on that team, he was like, you know, Zach Levine. For those who don't know, is like pretty terrible defensively in the NBA. <laughs> but for Team USA, him and Drew Holiday were like our best point of attack defenders. Um, it's just kind of like like how it's crazy to see how much like just because they're not
1: taking, taking out the, offense,
0: yeah, taking the load offensively how much they can just shift their their mentality on the defensive end and, like, be such a great player um, from that standpoint. It's it's pretty wild. Uh, and, uh, like, that – especially pa- Paolo more than Zach Levine because just with Paolo's size, he has the potential to be way more impactful defensively. And way, like, switchable, like, mm-hmm. in every way. You know, it was – He's, like, s- volleyball spiking stuff out <laughs> of everywhere so far these two games and it's been wild to watch yeah but he only played i mean i say only 19 minutes is like pretty big for this team usa like most of the players play around like 15 to 20 so 19 minutes he had 21 points four rebounds four blocks this is the new zealand game by the way eight of 10 uh from the field two of two from three and those were on back-to-back possessions as well those two threes And yeah, in the defense, as we already mentioned, yeah, he he had a pretty good second game as well. And like, that's kind of what I brought about Walker Kessler earlier, why he hasn't seen the floor a whole lot was because number one, like in the first game, it made sense just magic wise. And then Paolo played so freaking well that game that it was like it would have been dumb not to go to that again against uh, Greece, even though they have seven foot whatever, seven foot one uh, Papianis in the middle. uh, Paolo Bancaro at 6'10". No, you're not giving up too much of a size disadvantage there,
1: and with the athleticism, it's
0: yeah, like a wash. Uh huh. So it's a, uh, it's, it's it was interesting, and it worked pretty well in uh, the second game as well. Walker Kessler played a little bit more in that game and looked pretty good, getting some big blocks. But you know, Thinastis and Antetokounmpo absolutely yammed it on right. on Walker Kessler <laughs> with like a drop step. That was just that was surprising, but yeah. So. The other thing I wanted to mention was Triple J. I, fi- I figured for every game I wanted to do like a a foul count for for Triple J. So he fouled out and uh, we about like halfway, not even halfway through the fourth quarter of game one. And then Josh Hart, he was a, I actually, well, you already know. I just gave away the, the answer, but I was about to, I, th- I wanted to ask you who you thought was the leader in plus minus. In that game one. It was Josh Hart. Yeah. Um, and this leads me. I'll just go straight into this since we're doing it. So through two games, we have four players on Team USA who are over 30 and plus minus. All D- don't over look at any numbers.
1: 30.
0: Yeah. We have four players who are over 30 through two games. Um, Total plus minus. Who do you think they are?
1: I mean, I guess it's Josh Hart.
0: Josh Hart is number one with 41. He's a plus 41. I'm
1: going to get the roster up. Yeah. I will not have stats. It'll just be the roster.
0: Mm -hmm. Because
1: there's going to be someone I'm going to forget about that'll do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Looking at this beautiful. Just to give
0: you um, a a hint. Halliburton? Yes. Tyrese Halliburton is fourth with 32 plus 32. Um, But just to give you a hint, none of them start.
1: Yeah, I would guess that because our (laughs) starters are. Like you said it earlier, they're just kind of dysfunctional.
0: Yeah, my boy, my boy A Reeves, Austin Reeves. Yep, Austin Reeves is second with plus thirty eight. So one more. Who's third? Call Bridges. Nope. He starts.
1: Oh, he starts because I remember seeing the picture of him doing this, (laughs) (laughs) and then people were like, "For those that aren't watching, I did a finger gun at the camera," and some people were like, "What if John did this?"
0: (laughs) I actually actually didn't even see that, but. Um, it sounds funny. Is it Bobby Portis? No, it's not Bobby Portis. That would be awesome. That would be uh, awesome. Paolo, Paolo Bancaro. Yep, with a, with a plus thirty six. Um, and then one person has double digit rebounds so far total. Do you want to guess who that person is? Average or total? Total through two games has double digit rebounds. Is it like Anthony Edwards? Nope. You're Positionally, you're you're pretty close. Wait, is it is it the dog, the bulldog, Jalen Brunson? No, but very <laughs> that you're still close.
1: I've only it, been able to watch highlights, so I've been able to watch the game, yeah. so I have no like feel. A college teammate of his.
0: It's Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dog. Fifteen boards through two oh, two wow. games, and he's the only one over ten. Um. He, like I said, the other episode, he grabs bo- – that wasn't an exaggeration. He grabs boards as well as a seven-footer, and he has <laughs> Um, is pretty – he had 11 rebounds in, in game two.
1: Oh, so it's all, his entire lead was built in game two against Greece.
0: Yeah, I mean, four rebounds was probably, like, the second most in game one on our team. Wow. But – That's wild. that Just no one's rebounding. Well, it's like everybody plays, like, half the game. And oh, it's I also guess the minutes, minutes I need to remember that the, the game is yeah. Like it's a yeah. big rotation. You know, we have like 12 guys playing, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um but yeah, so he had six points, eleven rebounds, and five assists in in game two, which was just an insane, like uh weird looking stat line. Um but then yeah, we'll just keep going down the list here. Assists, one person over ten so far through two games. You want to guess who that person Brentson? is? No. He only has uh, six, six, I think. Three and three. Is it, is it Halliburton then? No, that's who you would think it would be, but it actually is it's not. It's
2: Anthony Edwards? No. Like I said, I've only been able
0: to watch highlights, so I yeah. don't. I... It is the most popular player in the arena. At both of these games. Every time he touches the ball, the crowd goes wild. Austin Reeves. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause I mean, the Lakers are like by far the biggest team in oh. Philippines. But uh Austin Reeves, this is an experience. I wanna I I honestly feel like we could have just gotten rid of every other plan we had for today's episode just to talk about Austin Reeves, give him his own time. He has continued like to surprise me at every turn. I and I I feel like I just need to stop expecting less. Like
1: I expect I'm, for the the like the for lack
0: of a better term, Lynn's sanity yeah. to stop. It's just it's it keeps going. He, you know, <sighs> he started off playing at Wichita State. Uh, he was just like a spot not a spot. I shouldn't say spot shooter. You know, he was coming off screens. He was like a movement shooter, but like kind of like a JJ Redick type thing. You know, he's just running off screens, catching the ball, shooting. That's his entire role. He goes to Oklahoma, then he's um, a point guard. It's like okay. That's really like you're switching entire That's a wild to, pivot, but cool. Yeah. And then he goes to the NBA undrafted to the Lakers.
1: Gets in thrown the in
0: perfect LeBron sidekick. Yeah. But he, he first off, he gets thrown in as like, oh, we need some like a, a small wing who can shoot threes and play defense. So he comes in. I'm playing defense and I'm just catching and shooting on, on the offensive end. Does that super well. Then they get rid of Russ. They're like, we need somebody to handle the ball while, you know, with LeBron. He's doing that. And he's like insanely good at it. it LeBron is giving him the ball in fourth quarter, like crunch time scenarios. An
1: arguably greatest player of all time is <laughs> saying, Austin Reeves, LeBron, I choose you. Run, pick you. and roll
0: for this game time decision, Like like play, possession that we need a basket on. I'm giving you the ball uh-huh and that's he's why MJ's the goat mj would never give that ball up <laughs> does that make him the goat though i'm not arguing that mj is not the goat i'm just saying that i don't think that's the reason no. He's the goat. no i'm i'm yeah. just joking because yeah. there's like my
1: favorite part is the one time mj gave up the ball there's like a five minute chunk of every bulls documentary mm-hmm. talking about it when he gave the ball to steve kerr yeah there's like this like every
0: bulls three talks about each 3p had one of those moments the first 3p had the john paxson oh shot and then yeah. yeah the second one had steve kerr but but like they make a big deal about when michael jordan gave the ball up and that wasn't even like oh i'm giving you the ball for you to run a set it's it was like the I'm defense triple. the defense is <laughs> running at me and you're op- wide open and i'm just throwing you the ball to shoot it you know
1: yeah very but different no, things <laughs> and then at From what I've seen highlight-wise and then even in, like, because I was able to catch a lot of the, what do you call them? Like, warm-up games or showcase games. Oh, yeah,
0: showcase. Mm -hmm.
1: He's just been, like, on a team full of fun players to watch, the funnest that's not named Anthony Anthony Edwards, and that's just because I have, like, a just an unreasonable interest in watching Anthony Edwards play basketball.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Anthony Edwards has had some awesome moments for sure, but But not in actual,
1: not in the actual games. Anthony Edwards in the group play has been just like oh yeah yeah he's cool. been i mean not terrible not pedestrian but like just he's been there he hasn't let people down
0: he's been turning the ball over a lot that's one thing um but yeah and i mean he's been his shot selection sometimes is a little bit like hey you know there's other all stars on this team also <laughs> you know but I, I, I'm not necessarily mad at it because I love like that's that's he wouldn't be Anthony Edwards if he didn't do that. You know what I mean? As part do of do you know?
1: Uh, yeah, and they play Jordan next. I don't know if you've heard this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and do you know who is carrying Jordan on their back? Not shooting, really. I uh, don't think so. Shooting fifty four percent from
0: field goal. Shooting and is then, it an NBA player? It is. Okay, I didn't. The I had no idea. Left-handed Kobe had... Bryant. Okay, let me let me think. Left-handed Kobe Bryant. Meaning, That's what people
1: have been calling him. I he don't know. Plays, why. He
0: plays in the NBA.
1: Played for sure. I don't want to. I don't want to say that he does for sure. Now I'm pretty sure he does. But he. How old is this? Like, Twenty eight.
0: And give me his height because you said Kobe. So he's like, is he around six? His, six. Oh, okay, so he is Kobe's size. And he is he from Jordan? His nationality is just listed as Jordan. Did you would you think of this person as like an American or?
1: Yes. Oh, I as had an American? no clue that this man had any connection to Jordan at all.
0: OK. So he's like an American to you.
2: Does he have like an American sounding name? Yeah. He shares half of his he's a three name guy.
1: And one of them is like, he like, sorry, two last names. First name. Two is it names.
0: Kid Gilchrist? No. Okay. going could say that that would have been wild. That doesn't have make not any sense. You haven't seen anything about this? No. I uh, to be He's fair, I don't I'm not the, like on Twitter very much and like I kind of just go on there to post my things and get off. Okay. But he is uh, second in the entire tournament for points per game at 31
1: and a half. Behind Luca. But I
0: know who this person is. You yes. Can you give me the conference that he played in, in the NBA. East
1: is the first team I think of him with.
2: Was it like an Atlantic team? Yes. Was it the Sixers? The team that I have in my brain? The No. Is it your team? No. Is it the Raptors?
1: He played for the Raptors,
0: but, the, but it's not, not the team I think of. So it's the Knicks or the Nets? Mm-hmm is it the Nets? I think of him as a
1: net
2: cuz he was there the longest his career is over apparently and he was 6-6 six, six. last played in 2021 in portland 6-6 six, six. man this is a weird one arizona college can you give me his initials like the three letters r h j Ronde Hollis
1: Jefferson <laughs> He's averaging 31.5 points through two games, uh, 38.5 minutes a game, shooting 54% from the field, <laughs> and just shy of 80% from the free-throw line.
0: That is the most surprising thing I've heard in a long time. Rondell uh, so Jefferson. So in Group
1: C, which is the group because he's in the USA. I was trying to group. think of
0: like a shooting guard. Like, <laughs> Rondell so, Jefferson's like a small four. They're 0-2. Like, with a negative 29
1: point differential. But it's Jordan. And if you look at their roster. It is. A whole lot of teams I've never heard of. And then it says free agent and it's Rondé Hollis Jefferson.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Or no, he plays for Athleticos de Saint-Germain.
0: Which so is like, a I'm, Greek. That's a Greek team, right? Probably with Athleticos. Yeah, which Greek, Greece is like one of the top five-ish like leagues in the world but it's not like they're kind of separate from the euro league but no he is uh hooping because he forced
1: over this is the clip that circulated that made me look into this he forced overtime
0: on an insane and one three against new zealand in their last game interesting and so new zealand won that right yeah yeah new zealand is pretty good honestly I was surprised by how, like, they came out to a 14 to four lead. Like we were saying, how the first unit has kind of uh, not been great for the US. I keep, tri- I keep almost saying the Nuggets, just cause like, that's the only team that I always talk about as like my, t- my team, you know? Um, but yeah, the, I wish we had a mascot, Team USA. Oh, and um,
1: the other thing is because the FIBA thing said Kobe is looking at this smiling. I feel like whoever tweeted that doesn't speak English. Oh, uh, The person that runs the – but but anyway, because it's just weird. And then it's, he just wears 24,
0: and he's oh, he just knows. like – Okay, so that probably is a big reason for the comparison as well.
1: And, and he's just been hooping out of his mind.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so – but with New Zealand, though, New Zealand was like tenacious. Like they were very physical in, in that game. Mikael Bridges almost fouled out. But they had a couple players that I was super surprised by. One of them, Ruben Tay, Te- Te- I'm going to butcher this. Ruben Tarangi. Yeah. Ruben Tarangi. Uh, he played 30 minutes. He had 15 points. He was three for eight from three, but he has Bobby Portis eyes. Like he is like, looks like his head got squeezed and yeah, popping he, out a little bit. And he was like, he was, ju- he was going at it with whoever, like it was, I think it was Cam Johnson for a while that they were defending each other. Like, and he was like, every time after he would do something, like he would just like stare him down. And like, it was just so <laughs> intense. Um And yeah, Shea Illy was the other guy that was like very impressive. Like he was pretty small as a guard, but I like, I was like, wow. Like he, he just seemed like a guy that could like come in for a, a like a 12 minute stretch, you know, in an NBA game and kind of fill it up a little bit. But uh yeah, all the, all of their players are like, Pro players in like the Euro League and uh the NBL uh and like you know different leagues like that. None of them are NBA guys, but uh yeah, so definitely some good basketball players though. Um but then we got the Greece game, Triple J only had two fouls in that one. So I think the least so far out of all of the games, um, including the showcase ones. But he had uh, in 18 minutes, he had nine points, three rounds, two assists, two blocks. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't ask you about the blocks Who? You th- that, because that, that was another one of the the my favorite ones. Who do you think is leading our team in blocks with four total? Probably Bay Carroll. He is tied with the other one who, who's the more surprising one. Jaron Jackson Jr. has three. Walker Kessler has two. Mikhail Bridges has one. Those are everybody that has had a block other than the other guy that has four. Is it just Reeves? He just does everything? No, but you're pretty close. Same idea. Hart? No. Like, closer to Reeves. Like, in terms of his his role
2: on the team. I keep wanting to say Anthony
0: Edwards, but I can't. Less than, like... He's in the same unit as Reeves. Second unit. Handles the ball. Halberton? Yep, Tyrese Halberton. The four blocks. <laughs> it's just really random. But, uh stinks i'm in a fantasy draft and i got the eighth pick it's like in oh, a you're doing area. the draft right
1: now <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> not like actively oh. i just i it, it kicks off in uh a minute and a half
0: oh, okay i can yeah. keep,
1: keep going it's okay no that's i've it. already got my stuff locked down
0: uh-huh. so i wanted to
1: do that uh that little four square or that okay little, yeah that little, that little trivia game
0: yeah so we'll we'll wrap this up here the like, grease austin reeves was the player of that game um Honorable mentions for that one, just because it wasn't like super definitive. There was a couple other guys you could maybe make the case for. And that was Jalen Brunson, uh, who didn't miss a single shot in game two. Uh, Josh Hart, who we mentioned earlier in 20 minutes, he had six points, 11 rebounds, five assists. Uh, Austin Reeves, by the way, had 17 minutes, uh, 15 points, five rebounds, six assists, two steals, four of seven from the field, six of six from the free throw line. And he was a plus 19 overall, which he's been a plus 19 in both games so far. But yeah, so that kind of wraps up the whole FIBA thing. Uh I don't think we have too much else to talk about there. We we ran over Austin Reeves and Paolo Banquero. I felt like those were the two guys that I really thought we should talk about this episode. Um, and we both of them got their little shine. And Josh Hart had a little mini, mini uh splurge as well. But yes, so we're gonna end this episode by doing something a little different. You know, in the past we've had like some Or not geography. What is wrong with me? Trivia games like to end the show. uh, But that's been mainly with just like NBA only. This is a little bit more all over the board. It's by Barstool, apparently. Um, Yep. It's the dozen. They do like a great YouTube viewing. I'm a big
1: trivia guy. I enjoy it. Uh, And it's just pretty much like they do like a trivia contest thing that they, they put on YouTube as like a quote unquote game show. But then they started doing this thing that every day, obviously, it's day 36 where they have it's almost the same same ish categories every day. But you get sports as well as pop culture. And so I thought it would be good to see how we do. Last time me and Logan did this, I can't remember if it was on camera, but we nailed it it out of the park. Got a good old nine out of nine.
0: Mm. So, yeah, I I do remember that. Yeah, I think I I contributed to maybe two of those. But. Let's, but let's kick it off here. So, yeah.
1: I don't know if it records the screens, but anyway, I Justin Tucker so. uh, set the NFL record for longest made field goal when he knocked down a sixty-six yard game oh. winner against the. Oh,
0: do you know it? Um. So, what team did, he plays for the? Baltimore Ravens. Okay. What it was, was week it against, three of the
1: twenty twenty one NFL season. Was it football. against the
0: Giants? No.
1: Did uh, NFC North?
0: Is oh, so is the Lions. Yeah, it's Detroit. Sorry, I started typing it. Yeah, yeah, it's the Detroit Lions. Okay, I just I remember that game, but I don't remember. I guess I didn't remember who they were playing. So now we will go to the NBA. Okay, I should be more of a help here.
1: What three-time All-Star forward led the Western Conference in points per game during the twenty-three twenty-four season while playing for the Sacramento Kings? Oh, three, Oh,
0: three hundred four Kings. Yeah, forward. I mean, it would have to be a Chris Webber. Three-time All-Star Western Conference, unless it's Paja or which I don't. He led the Western Conference in points. Led the Western. Yeah, I I know Pagea had like a twenty-something points per game season at one point, uh, but I don't know if he's the better guess than Chris Webber. Because I kind
1: so of so three-time All-Star. That's what makes me like.
0: Like that's that feels a little high for Paigea, and that might feel a little low for Chris Weber.
1: That's what I'm. Yeah, we can come back to it.
0: Yeah, that I think honestly, there that's a coin flip for me. Ron Baker two. and Fred Van Vliet were in the backcourt of this 2013 oh, Missouri Wichita Valley State. Conference team. Yeah, uh, they went 35 and
1: 0, and they got upset by eight seed Kentucky in the 2014 tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those wondering, the answer is definitely Wichita State books. While it was the sequel to the Da Vinci Code movie, this book was actually the first published in Dan Brown's series back in two thousand. Is Da Vinci Code Angels mm-hmm. and Demons? Is the that only the Dan one?
0: Brown I know of is Danny Brown, the rapper. So I th- <laughs> no, because it's there's three of them. It's Angels and Demons, like the repentance
1: or the Re- redemption, or so, and then the Da Vinci Code. So I think I'm gonna go Angels and Demons because
0: I don't even remember the. Third movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna be I've never a uh, fun fact, never read a book in my life. It's literally I'm not lying. I'm not even kidding. The closest I got was of mice and men. Uh I was uh I don't know, like maybe three fourths of the way into it. But oh that's crazy. Okay. And that, that and that's only because that book is only two hundred and like one pages long.
1: Celebrity matchup. <laughs> oh dear lord. For those that can't see, um
0: oh wait. Google it. Okay, I'm it's, guessing I it's the, Taylor I know the Swift. Inside. And, okay. Oh, wait, I think. I so, think it's Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. I, I see that now. I just don't and know if, if you out. It might be Taylor Swift. It could be like a number of just blonde women. Bang. Okay. Yeah. Taylor Swift and Jimmy Fallon. Nice.
1: Chain restaurants, Black and Ranch, Bold Barbecue, and Sweet Heat have been dipping sauces at what elite fast food major chicken chain over the years. That would be
0: Papa's baby. Oh yeah. Okay. Black. I was thinking that with Black and Ranch. Um, Television. Rob Lowe and Adam Scott joined the cast
1: during season two of what yep. NBC sitcom?
0: Parks and Recreation.
1: Yes, sir. Movies. Lots of Huggin Bear was the main antagonist of what 2010
0: animated film and Best Picture nominee? You know this one. Lots of Huggin Bear is the main antagonist of. I know that off the rip. Lots of Huggin Bear. I don't even know what that is. Is that like his name? It's like a what he is. It's like a brand a, of like a
1: product. He's a he's a toy. OK, come on. Dig deep. 2010. Lots of Hug and Bear is the
0: main antagonist and he's a toy. Oh, uh, Toy Story 3. Yes, sir. OK, I remember that now. I don't remember him being called that, but. No, that's just a brand. I don't think they call him Lots of Hug and Bear, but. Oh, what 2010 Katy Perry song opens with. Do, Do you ever, ever feel, feel like, like a plastic, a plastic
1: bag? bag?
0: Yes, uh, that that would be a firework.
1: So now that's eight out of nine. For those not
0: watching, it's funny a lot of that green. I knew like all of them, but the <laughs> books and and NFL. Yeah, and why you helped me to get the Toy Story one, but yeah. it's funny it's like NBA. I would think would be like the only one I would get.
1: Right well, and this it. one's just tough because I don't know
0: which one it is either. I have yeah. like no guesses. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I
1: know it's got to okay, be one of those two. I don't have any more logic other than what we've already established and put out there. Yeah, um, was Chris Webber ever the leading scorer in the Western
0: Conference? That per f- game feels wrong. I don't. I wouldn't say wrong. It feels like pretty possible. It feels more wrong for Peja Soyakovich, but I know for a fact that he had like more crazy... points than you would think. And and at for least one for that year specifically. Yeah, for, I don't know if it was 04, but it was at somewhere in, in his prime. I'm leaning Paes Stojakovic, Honestly, I would That's say
1: what I typed first.
0: Yeah, I say I, we send it. I said, yeah,
2: I I'm going to say send it. Yeah, nine out of nine.
0: There we go. Paes Stojakovic. Uh,
1: a lot of people probably went Chris Weber.
0: It's the lowest percentage today. Oh yeah, that would make sense. It's probably it's kind it's kind of a trick question. Like it's a it's definitely a difficult one. Like I, I think it's obviously the f- person who made the question is like, you're gonna think this is Chris, Chris Weber. You know, that's like the the catch. The goal, quote unquote. Um, yeah. And yeah, so looking at Peja Swiakovic's 04 season, yeah, he he was a three time All Star in three straight seasons, 0-3, and oh four. Um but he averaged 24.2 points per game with 6.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists, and he shot 93% from the line on five attempts a game. And he shot 43.3% from three-point range at seven attempts a game, which is a lot even now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was a pioneer.
1: But yeah, that does it. Uh, Be sure to head on over to Patreon.com forward slash Hoop Theory. Mm -hmm. And Uh, buy me a coffee. Or buy me a coffee and buy Logan a coffee because all I do is sit down,
0: show up, and irritate you for approximately an hour. Thank you. If you you buy me enough coffees, then I will think about handing one to Jacob.
1: And build a a cup fort for me to live in outside of his house. With that being said, you have an absolutely great rest of your life. Logan, wow. would you like to do the proper intro to, outro, that intro, been going for a while,
0: yeah. outro to the Chanchar episode? Yeah, Vatko Chanchar episode, episode 49. Uh, thank you guys for listening to it, and uh, we love you, we appreciate you, and uh, stay happy, stay healthy. We will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace! Wow, that that one's going to be... Some juice. Yeah, got some heat on that one.